What up, Tag Nation? It's undisputed. Scootaloo here. Here to talk about the latest WWE PLE. Funny enough how they got us saying PLE when it used to be PPV, but now they got us saying PLE, right? WWE, they make the rules. But yeah, here to talk about WWE Crown Jewels, bars. You saw how that just tied back around? Bars. You know how it go. Got to give you that intro. Bye-bye. That's tag shit. Free fall as I die through the kaleidoscope in my mind. No rope up to climb. Got to remind myself that I'm fine. Mama, I don't really want WWE Crown Jewel was yesterday held from the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. It is their, I think they said, eighth year partnership? No. Eight? Boom. Eight year. So this is their, I can't remember how many, was the 10th show? No, wasn't 10. But it is the eighth year in their partnership that started. So uh, y'all remember the history of the Saudi shows? They were... Interesting to say the least. And then eventually, you know, they started getting good. They started getting decent. And this show wasn't good. Sorry, this show wasn't the best, nor was it the worst. It's in the middle. If we truly have to rank it of where it's gonna be when we look at the PLEs of the year, especially just purely WWE. It would be towards the bottom because they did have some fire PLEs this year, especially if we throw in NXT. But like I said, it wasn't a it wasn't the greatest of shows, but it wasn't the worst of shows. It was in the middle. Of course, you know the pageantry of it. They're gonna give you production. If you know anything about the E, you gonna get production, baby. But you know, let's get it rolling. First match of the night came from a pre-show. Grudge match, Sami Zayn, JD Madonna. This was kind of, uh, was it Monday? I think it was Monday's promo where Zayn was talking to Judgment Day saying his name is Rebellion. His name is, I forgot the second name, but essentially he's going to do his due diligence, due diligence to go against the, uh, the Judgment Day. He's going to make sure Judgment Day doesn't have all the power in the E. He's going to try his best to make sure he topples Judgment Day one by one. Um, Come on. Pre-show, Zane going to Saudi, which is his second or third. I can't remember. Second or third time being over there, you know, since things got a little better. Come on now. I mean, no offense to Madonna. He's kind of like the unofficial official punching bag. He's the auxiliary member of the Judgment Day. So JD Madonna gets the dub. <laughs> That's just what JD Madonna gets. I'm sorry. Sami Zayn gets the dub. I said all of that just to say it wrong. Mm, 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 mm. Sami Zayn gets the dub. <laughs> now, the real show they announced after the Madonna and Zayn match that the show was going to kick off with the 
World Heavyweight Championship. So let's roll into it. Yeah, got Mr. Monday Night, Seth freaking Rollins versus the Scottish Terminator, Drew McIntyre. Um, Drew is on the blame game. Drew is on his, when I won the championship, I won it in front of nobody. And since then, I've had chances. I came up short. You know, when I went against Roman Reigns, uh, the bloodline interfered. When I did this, somebody interfered. So it's like, when am I going to get a fair shake? When am I going to get a fair shot? When is it going to be Drew Max time again? Um, this was an okay match. Uh, it, it was it was weird going into it because if you see me do these reviews before, it didn't feel like the title was going to change hands. And uh, one of the better spots was towards the end because they traded off finishers. One point, Seth hit the stomp. Drew kicked out. Drew hit Claymore. He kicked out. And then towards the end, what did Seth do? He did something, hit the stomp. Then one, two, three. Rollins wins. Let's just put it out there. Rollins wins. It was an okay match. The crowd was kind of into it. First match, you know, you got to sing Seth's song. You know, they got to serenade Seth. Then Damian Priest music hits. And Priest is like, it's time. It's my time to walk out of Saudi as the champ. Priest comes out right when he gets in, about to hand the briefcase to the ref. A man in a hood comes out. Jumps Priest. Pull back the hood. The man I mentioned before, Sami Zayn. He's rebellion. He's making sure the Judgment Day doesn't walk out with all the gold. So how does he ensure that? Got your briefcase, boy! And dips. We don't see Zayn no more of the night. So we'll see how that plays into Raw. Because later on in the night, Priest does have a match against Cody, and he is missing some hardware. Next match of the night, the women's fatal four-way for the Women's World Championship. you got the champ, Rhea Ripley, versus Nia Jax, versus Raquel Gonzalez, versus Shayna Baszler, versus Zoe Stark. This match wasn't bad. It it felt like it was a lot because it was five women. But they did that because they're trying to get to the moniker of who was the baddest, toughest, roughest woman, not to steal Bianca Belair's EST gimmick, but who's the baddest on Raw. So that's why it was these five. And these five equally had claims to being the roughest, toughest, baddest woman on Raw. Not to steal Bianca's EST. Uh, uh, there was times where you could tell it it was not so much turning into a spot fest necessarily, but more of you get your stuff in, you get your stuff in, you get your stuff in, you get your stuff in. Subsequently, I don't know what WWE has to do to fix Shayna. She has been one of the most unique projects 
with WWE because in NXT, she was this murderer. She was this killer. It was like stopping Shayna Baszler took God himself had to come help you out. But now they make her this vicious, tough killer. Then things happen and it's like, well, I'm still tough. We'll, we'll prove it, girl. But she took the pinfall, but she took the pinfall in one of the most epic ways. If I remember how it all played out, she took the Tejana bomb from Raquel. All the while, Rhea was putting uh, Zoe in the riptide from the top rope. So when Raquel went to go pin her, Rhea comes down with Zoe all crunching Shayna underneath. Rhea moves the other two, uh, pin Shayna, one, two, three. Rhea still champ. And it was like, I fucks with that finish. Uh, we'll see where this leaves Rhea next. Considering she just took on five women, I'm pretty sure they'll probably still have the claim of, well, you didn't beat me one-on-one. How about you face me one-on-one and see if you can do the same? We'll see. We'll see. I mean, it's not going to be believable of Candice LeRae, Indy Hartwell, Zia Lee, Natalia. Ah, Becky Lynch. Since Becky's not the NXT Women's Champion anymore, I guess it's about that time because they have been sizing each other up backstage. So I guess it's time for the man to come around to potentially be Raw Women, oh, nope, WWE World Women's Champion. You know, they got new titles for the belts. Now, we did see an attempted murder the next match. We had Jenna Cena, Solo Sokoa. Now, the go-home show, Cena's voice being a little raspy for when Solo Sokoa hit him with the thumb to the throat. Cena dropped some bars to Solo Sokoa. And Solo didn't like that too much. He didn't like them. He, he didn't like the way Cena talked to him. And he, he proved why. They had a good back and forth match. You know, the whole thing was Cena hadn't won a singles match in eight years, over 2,000 something days. He's contemplating, you know, whether this is it for him. He doesn't know if he could still do it. You know, he had that one sad moment where the crowd was chanting, You still got it. And he was like, But what if I don't? And, you know, but, you know, he was talking mad shit to Solo on SmackDown. So Solo had to show him. They went back and forth, and then Solo hit that man with a, a Samoan spike. And when he hit him with a Samoan spike, that was it. Cena was prone, down. How he said in his thing or something, he was down for the three-second tan. He was out of there. Solo was like, nah, this is John Cena. Nah, I remember the things he said to me on SmackDown. He proceeds. To sit John Cena up, take that taped thumb, and hit him with seven consecutive 
Samoan Spikes. You heard all them S's. Seven. <laughs> Seven of them. Seven. I'm surprised they didn't just go ahead and give Solo to just rough stoppage. Like, there was just like, hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 Macho, he hit that man with seven straight spikes. Pins in one, two, three. And it was like, oh, shit. Damn. Uh, We'll see. So the missus and I was talking. She thinks Cena might show up Friday. I don't think he should. I think Cena should just because he he was talking with a raspy voice on SmackDown. Where he gonna just hold up some cue cards, Sammy Guevara style? Because he was talking with a raspy voice for one. He was hit with eight spikes all together. He ain't gonna have no voice. He gonna have he gonna have to have somebody come out there talking for him. Just saying. Uh, next match, United States Championship. The champ, Rey Mysterio, defending against the social media star, the Maverick, Logan Paul. Oh, come on now. If you watch the product and you see the way things been going, you knew how this was going to go. It was a good back and forth match. You know, whether you loved him or hate, whether you loved him or hate him, Logan Paul really has a knack for this. I mean... He can do it. He doesn't do it often, but you can definitely see some of his moves need fine-tuning because, you know, he is off doing other stuff. You know, he had that boxing match a few weeks ago. He's running that energy drink company. You know, he's whatever. whatever. He got his podcast. Whatever Logan Paul does. But you could definitely tell he has a knack for it. It's just some of his stuff does need a little bit fine-tuning. It does. But the closing moments of the match, Logan Paul always seems to have a crony somewhere. Somewhere he's always have some type of crony, but a crony of his comes out, slides him the brass knucks. It gets deterred, and then it slides on the other side of the ring, and the crony was sneaking around to get it. Santos Escobar shows up, Picks up the Nucks, chase the crony. Coincidentally, coincidentally, places the Nucks on the apron. Logan Paul sees this, goes back over, grabs the Nucks, takes the 619, and when Ray was going for his little dive, he. Ow. Blow. One, two, three, new United States champion, Logan Paul. We'll see what happens. We'll see what kind of champ he is. Um, his first title. Uh, we'll see how long the reign lasts. We will see who ultimately deters it. And we'll see what happens with this Santos thing because he just coincidentally leaves the nooks on the apron of the ring. Hmm. Next match, WWE Women's Championship. Champ EO Sky representing Damage Control versus Bianca Belair. 
Now, if you remember the timeline in Survivor Series, nope, nope, wrong pay-per-view, SummerSlam, Bianca won the triple threat to win the uh, Women's Championship. EO cashes in on Bianca. Boom. So Oscar walked in as champ, loses to Bianca, but EO walks out evidently as champ. And then I want to say it was that next SmackDown, they beat up Bianca, beat up her knee. Boom, she's been gone. She just returned like two weeks ago, roughly. So they had a good match to say the, the crowd was just like, yeah, it's women there. I get it. I understand where they're at. Semantics, whatever. It was still a pretty decent, pretty good championship match. Uh, midway through, of course, Bailey comes out. EO is like, Bailey, what you doing? Bailey is like, I got you, girl. I'm trying to help you retain your belt. So, of course, Bailey pulls some shenanigans. She's doing what she needs to do. Then eventually, Bianca's like, I'm tired of you, Bailey. And just like what she did on the go home show by hitting the KOD through the announce table, she does it again. <laughs> so, boom. Uh, Bailey's out of there. It could just be Bianca and Io. Something happens to where the ref has, I mean, the Rio and the ref are in the far corner. Then another woman comes out the blue, blow, starts this. And she wasn't just beating Like, she got some pretty solid shots on Bianca to say the ref never not wants to try to turn around and be like, hey, what's going on over there type of situation. And the woman, the returning pirate princess, Kyrie Sane. Yeah, you heard me. The returning pirate princess, Kyrie Sane. So... All of that goes down. Boom. EO hits that moon over moon salt. One, two, three. EO stays champ. They get some more licks in. Or EO and Kyrie get some more licks in. Kyrie ends up hitting that insane elbow. All the while, Bailey is outside looking like, what the WTF? This wasn't in the plans. I, I, where, where did she come from? Type of thing. Now, let's. Go back in history, back in the COVID era, back in the Thunderdome era of the WWE, when Kyrie was going to retire, she was taken out by Bailey. All the while, Asuka had to watch it because that's when Asuka and Kyrie were the Kabuki Warriors at the time. And her final moments before she retired from the E was her getting taken out by Bailey. We shall see if that's going to play a part in the future. Well, we'll have to see on SmackDown, rather. But EO retains. Everybody's happy. Let's keep it going. Next match, another grudge. Cody Rhodes, Damian Priest. Uh, This was a unique match that announced because I thought they would have went on ahead and just did Priest and Balor versus Cody and Jay for the titles for the third and final time, you know, kind of like a rubber match type thing. But no, they had to do it one on one. And like I said earlier, Priest was missing hardware because his briefcase was stolen by Sami Zayn. 
this was an okay match. Of course, the crowd was going stupid for Cody. I mean, it's Cody. But the match was okay. It was solid. It it felt like a good raw main event. Let's just put it out there. It felt like a solid raw main event. It didn't feel like it needed to be a pay-per-view match. And of course, midway through the match, I can't remember if JD came out or not, but I know Finn Finn came out to help, and I know uh, Dominic comes out. And right when Dominic comes out, he eats a smooth super kick from Jay Uso. So Jay Uso kind of fights off the other two. So I don't think JD did come out. Uh, he fights off the other two. They all toss that lead, blah, blah, blah. Eventually, Cody hits crossroads. One, two, three. Cody gets to do it. I'm pretty sure Monday we're going to get something. I wouldn't be surprised if we get Cody, Jay, and Zane versus three members of Judgment Day. We shall see. And now it's time for the main event of the night. We got the WWE Undisputed Champion a.k.a. Mr. Three and a Half Years as Champ, a.k.a. I'm never going to lose this belt, Roman Reigns, versus the megastar, L.A. Knight. Yeah. Thank you, Mrs. Ladybug. I heard you down there. Uh, and they said on commentary, Three and a Half Years as Champ, and this is his 29th defense. L.A. Knight is money. He, if there was any doubts of what his star power could be, then him going against Roman proved that Knight can have, that Knight can be a champion at some point. That his, his popularity, like, I've never seen someone in almost other than Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins seems to be like the only one recent that everywhere is his hometown. Everywhere is hometown. When he was on NXT, Dave was going crazy. When he, when he was at guest ref on NXT, when he shows up on Raw, when he shows up on SmackDown, whatever city he shows up on, he is the hometown hero. It's almost akin to when Seth Rollins has everybody singing the O's. And, of course, when Cody has everybody with the whoa. But it's, it's, something, it's something with L.A. Knight that the crowd just, they, they hit the yes. They, it, but, you know, it's Roman Reigns. You know, he, he's been champ for three and a half years for, for a reason. But it was a pretty solid match. Um, I I see why they did it for Crown Jewel, but I wish they didn't. I wish it would have been done here only because when you look at Crown Jewel at times, you kind of look at it in isolated bubble at times. So, yes, the continuity and everything is still there, but Crown Jewel is seen more as a spectacle, but at the time, unfortunately, he wasn't really beefing with nobody else, so I can see why it was L.A. Night. And at the end of the day, 
the crowd was eating it up. Like I said, everybody was cheering for the mega star. It was some good back and forth. Of course, of course, it wouldn't be a bloodline match without bloodline shenanigans. He uh I think Solo tried to come out there, but they stopped him. But while that was happening, Jimmy comes out and Jimmy causes interference. At one point, Knight does hit the BFT. Jimmy grabs Roman's leg, throw it on the ropes. Eventually, Roman recovers back and forth, hits the spear. One, two, three. Roman's still champ. I mean, he does eventually beat up Jimmy Uso a little bit, but that's what it was. He took the barricade break. Roman speared him through the barricade, get him back in the ring, hits it again in a sense. Like, I think all that hits it again. One, two, three. Roman is still champ. I mean, three and a half years, and there's only two other men they announced that has a longer title reign, Bruno and uh, Hogan. So, I don't know if they're going to make him hold the belt that long to eclipse those two, but champ he's the champ and you know who else is the champ this guy because this guy retained and he retained by way of tie because of course you know when you tie draw with the champ the champ retains so the next time i will be defending my tag prediction championship of course will be aew's full gear which is two weeks away so i at least got two more weeks with the belt and then of course Survivor Series after that then his deadline and then AEW's World End because I don't know if WWE has a a PLE set for December oh also during the PLE they did announce that Survivor Series will be War Games so that should start getting a clearer picture of Who's going to be war games, which I wouldn't be surprised now. We got four people, in a sense, on damage control side. They can easily get a fifth. Five women. Maybe they fifth could be Rhea. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how they do it. We'll see how, because uh, I'm pretty sure Judgment Day is going to be on one side of the uh I'm pretty sure it's probably going to be SmackDown's women and Raw's men in the, uh, oh my God, War Games. I was like, I just forgot what the name of the match is already. Shout outs to my tag brethren, Jugs, Dizzle, Jager Bombastic, Bang Bang Gang, Guns Up. Y'all know how it goes. Whether you love it or hate it, don't forget to rate it. Thumbs up, thumbs down, perfectly thumbs up. Like, share, comment. Let us know what you thought about Crown Jewel. After all of that, make sure you tag that subscribe button and you tag that notification bell so that way you know when you get that heat. That heat. Heat delivered to you on YouTube, on this platform. Thank y'all for tuning in. And you know how I like to sign out the video. Y'all be good, be kind, love yourself, love one another, take care of your mental and physical health. And until next time, ladies and gentlemen out there of the Tag Nation, do not forget to tag out.
Peace.